Can we just roast Christian for the first like five minutes? That's usually I'm what so- happens anyway. So. so- <laughs> you guys just want to start and then keep talking? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. You gotta love like a man and fight like a soldier for those you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful. Come what, come what may. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Dudes and chicks and Lucy. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> Hello. And Christian. And Krabby Rab. (laughs) Welcome to Go Forth. That was a little bit insane. That was an insane introduction. I liked it. Um, Lucy, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us who who art thou? Who the heck are you? Okay, well, hello. I'm Lucy. Um, I know Christian from last year. We did a Regnum Christi missionary year together up in Washington, D.C., and it was fantastic. Um, and right now I go to college in Milledgeville. It's called GCSU, and I love it. Everyone and, knows where that's at, by the way. Yeah. It, I mean, come <laughs> on. It's like this, like, party central. It's amazing. No, just kidding. It's like Radiator Springs and Pond <laughs> from Parks and Rec combined <laughs> what state is that it's in, it's in georgia it's okay. like it's like the people are so weird there they'll just like stare at you and have no shame and just like there's it's so weird like the weirdest place ever the only thing we have there is like the insane asylum and the college so what? yeah and they're in the same wing yeah that's that's very true <laughs> <laughs> it's actually one giant building Actually, the insane asylum is the college. So nobody's That's, told Christian, you're not supposed to tell people that you need to go to an insane asylum. <laughs> yeah. Well, Christian doesn't even go to an insane asylum, insane asylum college. He just goes to the insane part. <laughs> <sighs> Awkward. Okay. <laughs> no one laughed at my joke. It's all right. Wait, I did. <laughs> I'm not out here trying to entertain anybody, you know? um anyway why would i laugh at that why would i laugh uh i i don't have a clear response for that actually but um lucy we are so happy to have you on go forth and looking forward to you oh i've been so excited really oh yeah what do you like what do you like about the podcast okay what i love most about the podcast is the theme song Oh. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It has nothing to do with Christian <laughs> and I. No, I really do love um, hearing you guys talk about different things. And it's really funny because I was with Christian last year. So hearing, like, you two say all these funny things. And it's, like, all the things he used to say last year. But they're I guess they're, like, kind of inside jokes between you two. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we look... We look forward to making some inside jokes with you because it's what it's actually what we do best. Actually, yeah. Um, but um, Lucy, can you tell Christian and I maybe um, just well, I guess insight for some of the listeners. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like your gap year, mission year, that is um, kind of like helped you before going to college? Can you give us a little bit insight on that? Yes. Why should people do a gap year? Absolutely. Why? Do mission, why is it not stupid? Um, why is, do you say, why is it not stupid? Yeah, exactly. Honestly, it was, I think stupid. I was, oh no. What? <laughs> you said it was, and I said stupid. Oh no. 
Oh, no, no, no. It was, like, one of the best decisions I think I ever made because um, it's just, like, we live in a very, very fast-paced world. So being able to slow down just and dedicate almost all my time to, like, cultivating your talents and efforts towards, like, something greater for God was amazing. And the relationships, like, the friendships and relationships that came out of it were so fruitful. Like, I think I met the most genuine people. Um, cough, cough. Had, <laughs> had the most fun <laughs> and definitely grew so much in my spirituality. Like, it, it's almost like when you um, become more aware of your spiritual life, it's like you're living more in the real world, but you feel like you're out of the real world because it's like the spiritual world. Right. And that's kind of what I learned from it is that, like to live in the world and not of it, you know, like kind of, um, we had this little quote, shoot, I forget what it was, but the four of us, I was with four, three other girl missionaries and we would say like, we're, I don't know, we're always on a mission basically, like continuously like living the mission to bring others to heaven. So it was kind of getting the mindset of like that year set me up for the rest of my life. I would say like it didn't, this end um in may it like almost started my lifelong mission so yeah (laughs) that's super awesome i love what you said about like how it's like well you didn't say it exactly like this but this is how i got it (laughs) it was like an experience of reality right oh yeah it's for sure like people think they're living in reality but they're not until it's like you know yeah spiritual world that's i had that you know i had that moment um one time when i was visiting cheshire for those of you don't know what or where cheshire is it's in connecticut but it's a seminary and i was telling one of the brothers like it's so insane to like escape reality while coming here and like you get to like just pray and everybody's nice and everything's like it's so different Mm -hmm. you're not escaping reality but rather like you're experiencing it because yeah you're stepping into it right like this is how christ intended the world to be but the people in the world like they they're the ones who messed that up and it's it was really eye-opening for me oh yeah and the more and more you step out of like the secular um kind of mindset the more you're aware of everything that's going on like in the depths of you and in other people which is so cool okay like for lent i was or for fiat 98 christian and i were doing that or whatever um (laughs) we gave up music sort of I don't really know how you're doing with that, Christian. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Good. But all of a sudden, it was like I was hyper aware of everything that was going on around me. Like, like because I had taken out this sound in my life, it was like this call to like a reality. It was so cool. I love it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just when you take a step back, you can like dive so much deeper into your into this like self that you're supposed to be. Like no. the true self. The true, the true self. Find yourself. Boom. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know I what? Don't think that quote. I do. <laughs> I I think that with great insights like this and such like spiritual awareness, mm-hmm. like, I think I'm I might want to like make you the new co-host of Go Forth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Not that I don't like crab. You know, it's just that like. Yeah, mom. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there in a second. <laughs> Wait, Christian is just like he's, he's the same thing, you know? Oh, that's uh, you're right. You I, haven't even, I haven't even given Christian a chance to like talk yet. Yeah. No, I've just been sitting here waiting. Crab, how are you, bro? How how's everything been? You all right? Dude, everything has been so intense lately. I had the most difficult exam of my life last night. Really? It was insane. Like, the stuff they taught in class was nothing compared to the stuff that was on this test. It was it was my engineering exam. How I, I couldn't even explain it. I don't. I have no clue. We have not gotten grades back yet. But something super cool did happen after. Ooh. It was like we were all just super brain dead from the exam, and we were all just hanging out in the dorm. And this one guy, I think he's, I think he's Methodist. He was like, guys, can I tell you all something? We're like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. It's like, I feel like God's really just been putting it in my heart to like start a Bible study. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. Like, would y'all just want to like go outside around that table and just, I don't know, like reflect on something in the Bible? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I think we got like six of us last night. I mean, we were all from different religions. I mean, from different Christian religions. We had like a few Baptists, a Methodist, I think like a non-denominational, and then me and another Catholic. And it was super cool. We just like picked a verse of the gospel. And actually, I I like low-key got them to do Alexio Divina. Oh, dang. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, how do you want to do this? I was like, oh, I have this pretty cool way. <laughs> I have a fresh idea. Yeah. Did, you, did you recommend you guys reflect on John 6? No. <laughs> they already had a verse in mind. That would have been but... savage, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's would... talk about the Eucharist. <laughs> Christian, that is amazing. Yeah, it was super cool. And so now they want to do it like... I think they actually want to do it like twice a week. So Dang. I'm gonna slowly try to slide in. I have so much respect for the our Christian brethren who just know the Bible backwards and forwards. Oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. Insane. I love it. I agree. Love it. Makes me feel so ignorant when, when I start talking about the Bible. It's like so bad. Yeah, but you have to remember like they live their faith sola scriptura like everything that they believe in just comes from scripture not I mean, that maybe that's not true but majority and we have like all the ecumenical councils and the um you know the sacraments and everything so we have learned a lot more it's just not all in the bible you know yeah it's not like being it feel bad yeah right I mean, it's just different. It's different yeah it's just different but I do want to like be able to quote scripture like a boss. I think you could do it. I believe it. <laughs> Man. Well, and be like in the book of Malachi. <laughs> yeah. Bring us back to the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, well, good. Yeah, I think that, okay. Well, we could obviously ramble on for ever. Um, Forever. Scripted. But instead, we're going to go unscripted and ramble about the topic we've chosen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's not get in how that went. But um, guys, it's about that time. 
we it's are Palm recording. Sunday. It is currently Palm Sunday. Oh, because this is going to air on Sunday? Lucy. <laughs> Lucy. Can I, can I say something? Of course. Sunday is uh, my friend Sebby's birthday and Dominic's birthday. So happy birthday, listeners. Shout out to them. Shout out. And oh, anyone else who's listening, happy anybody birthday. Anybody else. <laughs> happy birthday to all the listeners. Yeah, it's weird. It seems like everybody I know has a birthday one time a year. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Okay, let's just make this the annual birthday shout-out. <laughs> want to shout-out my mom, birthday in December. Oh, my brother's birthday is tomorrow? Whoa. I don't even have a birthday, honestly. What? Wait, what? Are you an alien? Crab is stuck at zero. No, I just was actually, I was never born. Wait, this is really awkward, because I'm pretty sure I posted something on Instagram for your birthday last year. Oh, um, yeah. And oh. it was like, no, no. You want to hear what Lucy did? <laughs> she, yes. you know, like some people like stay up till midnight and then they'll call you like <laughs> midnight on your birthday and they're like, "Oh, I'm the first one to tell you happy birthday." <laughs> well, my birthday is on the 23rd of June. I get a call at 12 p.m. the night of the 21st or 12 a.m. and Lucy's like, "Yeah, happy birthday! I'm the first one to tell you," and I'm like. And I was, like, so tired. I didn't even know what's going on. I was at college orientation. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, thank you so much. Uh, blah, blah. And then whatever. We talked for a few more minutes. And then she hung up. And I was sitting there. I was like, wait a second. Today is not my birthday. You didn't even know it wasn't your birthday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is, that's, I mean, awkward, but also very thoughtful. No, it was hilarious because he didn't even catch that it wasn't his own birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I FaceTime Christian before nine o'clock in the morning, he just looks like a complete <laughs> potato. <laughs> okay, sorry, Jude. We keep going off topic. You know what, Jude? You're going to be in college one day and you're going to see. All right. No, Christian, that's not true. You have high hopes for me. You think I I'll love the morning. College? Okay, well, it depends what your major is, because <laughs> I get no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to major in sleep, then. Mm. Whoa, no. I, Wait, that what sounds if... like something, uh, like, a t- that sounds like a, a typical tweet. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. major in sleep. and Oh, soccer. tweets. We finally like... made a Twitter. Yeah, we did. Everybody That's go check did. it out. <laughs> go underscore fourth at uh, well yeah you get it what are you talking about our twitter handle is crab and g oh i forgot to tell you i changed it what yeah savage um yeah and i tweeted a fire tweet i was i thought we got hacked by bernie sanders when i saw that (laughs) (laughs) like what what was okay dude i was just sitting at work and i thought of that it said Shouldn't your boss's boss be called your grand boss? That, yeah. Christian, hey, got... Christian, I think we should talk about holy stuff now. I think, I think. It got a bunch of likes. That's all I'm saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, well, this, this is going well. I like it. Um, yeah, let's get into it. The joke is, is not funny. <laughs> 16 minutes in and it's been straight nonsense. <laughs> okay, good. So, yeah. So, Palm Sunday. 
is going to start us off for Holy Week. Um, and maybe I can just explain that a little bit for people who don't know um, what the heck is going on on Palm Sunday. So that is the day that Jesus rides into Jerusalem on the donkey. Um, the donkey symbolizing humility, which um, I've actually been learning a lot about humility, which is super cool. And I'm super proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so rides in and and people are praising him. Um, The the palms are a sign of praise and worship and they're throwing them at his feet. Kind of like recognizing his, the fact, like his importance. And um, I couldn't imagine how like crazy this moment is for Jesus because he's just looking into the eyes of these people who are like, Praising, knowing like in a few days these will be the same people shouting the words crucify him so um, it's kind of it's actually not kind of it's all the way upsetting <laughs> but it's um a beautiful moment for people to come together to celebrate that and it's another one like ash wednesday kind of like we said like people come because they get to like get their palms and then they get to go make their cool palm crosses and post them on their Facebook, which is like sweet and make some cool like Pinterest crosses, whatever. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's a reality. <laughs> um, We're living in reality. That's it. That's it. I'm just trying to, you know, tell the truth, put everything out there. It's what we do on the podcast. <sighs> anyway, so that's a little, I mean, without, getting into things that I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, that's what Palm Sunday is. That's what's going on. So, yeah. Who's gonna, who wants to tell about the next? Maybe we Maybe we could go from, like, I mean, Spy Wednesday is kind of like, okay. Like, well, there. Lucy, you have something to say? Well, I was just going to say, it's cool to see in the readings lately, like, everything has been getting really feisty. You know, like, mm. Jesus has been very bold, and everybody's starting to not have it <laughs> um because he's like claiming to be the son of god and they're all calling him a blasphemer is that yeah. what's um so i feel like the tensions are like building but at the same time on palm sunday they're all like oh praise this guy welcome to jerusalem um wait is it jerusalem jerusalem yeah <laughs> they're like welcome to jerusalem and then all week long i feel like it's just getting like more and more intense i feel like it must have been a very uh I don't know. A dramatic week, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday in the gospel, was it yesterday or the day before? I was just thinking like, man, Jesus is such a savage. Like, that's what I, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> he had somebody with a one-liner that was just like, ouch. Like, yeah. <laughs> son of God told you that. Get, yeah. get big. It was weird. No, I know what you mean. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Crabbo. Hey, that's me. What do you what do you want to tell us about? I guess I can just How about can, the holiest I can hit Thursdays. the first one. Go- I will go with the holiest Damn. of Thursdays. Let's do it. You should, should want me to like spit about I it? Yes. What do you know about it? Te- yeah, just spit bro, spit some bars on Holy Thursday. Uh, Holy Thursday is uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go the other route. Okay. Okay, well, Holy Thursday. Yeah, no, it's all good. I I won't forgive you. Dang. Okay, 
Holy Thursday. Why is why is it so important? Let's see what happens that day. Uh the Last Supper. You know, you've all seen the painting. You've all seen different versions of the painting where people like Photoshop their faces in it. But it happened for real. The night before Good Friday, the night before Jesus died. And I think I think the main theme of Holy Thursday is humility. And it's for a bunch of different reasons. Okay, first of all, you see you see Jesus get down and wash the feet of all 12 of his disciples, right? Okay, God himself washed feet. How would you feel if God, like, got down and washed your feet? <laughs> this is a question, not rhetorical. I, I'm well, asking I, you guys. I was giving a pretty serious talk about the washing Uh-oh. of the feet. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Hey, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh Uh-oh, what happened? Crab, I can hear you. We can hear you. Did y'all hear what I said? Yes. Yes, we heard everything. I asked a question. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He was was hurt. Oh, my goodness. Why'd y'all go all silent? (laughs) Jude was talking. I was talking. Oh, dude, I think I cut out then. (laughs) Because... I was sitting there asking. I was like, hello? <laughs> yeah, we heard you the whole time. Oh, well, I couldn't hear you. Um, okay. Sorry. Yeah, Technical well, difficulties, everyone. Yeah, it's all good. Um, what were you was, saying? Were you answering was, the question? Yeah, kind of. Not and, really. then, and then I was just talking over you? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were just like, hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys here? Anyway. Um, all right. Sorry. Good. No, I was saying I was giving a pretty serious talk on the washing of the feet like to my missionary brothers and i i said christ got down on his <laughs> his hands and feet uh and that's so uh, that was funny hands because, and feet <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense it's like doing a toe touch like, wow. <laughs> like, they all it. but um i don't know lucy how would it make you feel well I, have you guys touch. have you guys ever um have you ever had your feet washed in a Last Supper reenactment thing? I've never. Neither have I. Christian, have you? Okay, so last year was the first time um, I ever had the opportunity to do that. And it was seriously, like, I was with, we were at, leading a girls' retreat, and we were kind of, we all had all dressed up, and we were doing a very, a pretty accurate, like, for the resources we had, it was a really, really accurate reenactment of um, the Last Supper. Like, our friend julia jordan had gone um to the holy land and learned all these things and brought back a lot of stuff for us to do it so we i was dressed up as one of the apostles and we were sitting around the table and somebody was jesus and she took off my sandals and like started washing my feet and i was just waiting for her to start laughing because like people were kind of giggly but she was just like so serious and so like so i don't know um almost reverent about it and all of a sudden like I wasn't laughing anymore and I was just looking at her and I was in so much amazement that like she was just doing this and like out of so much love and even though we were doing it in front of all these girls like for their um experience and like learning and seeing it all done it was really humbling just to like and I don't have nasty feet like they did back then probably like (laughs) but it was still like so humbling and she was my friend and I felt so weird that my friend was doing it for me and this was their teacher and their master. So like, I don't know. Um, 
I mean, I can't even imagine if Jesus got down and washed my feet. Like, I think I would just fall over and die. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, a, it's a crazy thought, right? Yeah. Um, it's insane. It's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, so we see, so that's kind of like the first big sign of humility we see on Holy Thursday. Mm-hmm. But then there's something even crazier. What? And I think you all know what that is. Uh-oh. And this is the very controversial topic. You're not going to do it. Oh, I'm going to do it. Jesus consecrates the bread and wine into his body and blood. My dog. For the first time in history. Damn. Not metaphorically. Not symbolically. Not conceptually. But really. Literal really? flesh and blood. Right. So, okay, obviously, there's not, like, okay, there's, I'm not, I'm not going to say there's no evidence, because there have been Eucharistic miracles, and if you don't know what those are, you should look them up, because they're insane. Yeah, they're crazy. But, you look at the bread, it looks like bread. You look at the wine, it looks like wine. But it's not, it's not bread anymore, it's not wine anymore, it's flesh and blood. But that's a whole nother discussion, right? Let's talk about the humility aspect. Wait, Christian, I have a sincere question. I have never thought about the fact that if he's instituting the Eucharist at the Last Supper, but he hasn't died yet, it's it's is it still like his body, blood, soul, and divinity? Okay, I, I at the Last Supper. Yeah, I don't think it was. Okay. Or I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Yeah, that's like that's like that's, a it's kind of intense. Yeah, it's kind of, um, I don't know if it's nitpicky, but it's it's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe a priest will know. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to find the answer and then get back to that on. Yeah. Sorry, Christian, keep going. I think one day we're going to have like a full-on episode about the Eucharist. That would be hype. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. But anyways, humility, right? So... Christianity is kind of based on the idea that God is humble, right? He's not just the creator of all things, but he's humble, right? And we believe that this infinite God decided to to come down and become man, right? But he's so humble that he literally decided to, like, present himself to us, not with, like, some impressive fireworks, but probably is, like, the most humble thing ever, a piece of bread and a cup of wine. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like, and it it's just like it takes so much faith, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. His humility is just so hard to comprehend. Like you think his his transcendence is so hard to comprehend, but what's even more hard to comprehend is his humility. This is crazy. How someone with like infinite power and wisdom would humble himself so much. Right? And that's kind of what I think the big theme of Holy Thursday is. It's just all about his humility. Mm. And that's that's what I got for you guys. Holy that, Thursday. Well, also in the agony of the garden. You know? Yeah, but like, that did that happen at one in the morning? Oh, Or did shit. that happen at like midnight? <laughs> we don't know. Lucy, I'm so sorry. Lucy sounds like she wants to talk about Good Friday. She's ready to get yeah. into it. <laughs> I was thinking I'd let you tackle that. That was <laughs> the, the plan the all along. I don't know. The Agni in the Garden, every 
Holy Week, I think, is the highlight for me, like, reflecting on it. Um, just because it's, like, so much human anguish, and uh, you kind of, I don't know, you get really, really get to see Jesus' humanity, like, his fear. And I always thought that he was, I think, less afraid of, um, I mean, I don't know what was going through his brain, but I always thought he was less afraid of the pain that's coming and more afraid of people not choosing to, like, walk through the open gates of heaven. Like, because in that moment, he saw, like, all of the sin that was committed and, like, all the consolation, I think. Um, I forget the word for it, but he was basically, it's basically like, you know how we can console him now in that moment? Yeah. Consoling the heart of Jesus. Well, um, like, he can also see all of the times that we hurt him in that moment. So I think that was just, like, so much fear and uh, probably anxiety um if he was sweating blood right so i don't know agony in the garden has always always stood out to me for holy week but this year lately i've kind of been um more focusing on like his seven last words on good friday because mm. um i always do you know focus on the agony in the garden and then how beautiful the passion of christ is uh but then thinking about the seven last words like jesus like in the fulfillment of his life in the last moments like the things that he was saying to us and i think sometimes we blow over that like like in the moment of his sacrifice he had things to tell us like if he hadn't said it all in his life he was summing it up right there um so do you guys know the seven last words (laughs) yeah yeah I actually had a talk on them from Father Andrew Gennady last year, and it, like, changed my life. Oh, yeah. Okay, so maybe you have some things to say, but there were a couple that stood out to me, the one that – but, well, are there any that, like, particularly stand out to you, Jude? Um, I would say, like, the the thing that – well, I I wouldn't say particularly. One thing that really stands out to me about the whole – situation i hope this wasn't a point you were going to make is just like the fact that christ was up there for at least three hours and he chose to say so little Mm -hmm. you know because of the pain but i also think it's because like he didn't live a life of words he lived a life of action oh yeah yeah that's one thing that really like strikes me about it all but yeah i mean he yeah he had set he had done everything that he had needed to do i think it was just confirming some things for us um so i think the first three things he says the first one is forgive them they know not what they do the second one is today you will be with me in paradise and the third one is woman behold your son and son behold your mother so the first one the first three i think really have to do a lot with um like the gift of mercy and just like gifts in general because if you think about it like in the moment of his most anguish and pain is when he asks his father to forgive them, forgive us. Yeah. And he's also asking God to forgive us for the things that we do every day. Like, if you think about it, like, okay, I sinned yesterday. God asked, Jesus asked God for my forgiveness for that sin yesterday. He was like begging for God's mercy for me. That's actually crazy. Cause think about it. Like when sometimes you've been in like a lot of anguish and what's your first thought? It's not to say like, Lord, forgive me. It's like, Lord, help me in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, how crazy is that? 
Yeah. Uh, you know what's even crazier is that the thing that he was asking for was our forgiveness, but it was only possible because he was being sacrificed in that very moment. Like, because he was on the cross in that moment, already dying for us, he was able to ask for that forgiveness. Because otherwise you couldn't, like, how could we be forgiven? It was necessary. Oh, it's so cool. Okay. <laughs> um, so the other one that in the first three, like the kind of gifts, woman behold your son and son behold your mother. So something that's cool to kind of think about with this is um, Jesus had nothing left to give us. Like he had been literally stripped down, had absolutely nothing. Like his body had been taken from him. He had absolutely nothing. All of his friends had gone. Just his mom and John were standing down there. And even when he had absolutely nothing left to give, like, he gave us the gift of his mom. Like, the very last thing he had. It's just so cool. That is actually a super beautiful reflection. Like, he had given everything he possibly could give. Yeah. And just when you thought it was over, like, he gave it literally doesn't even have couldn't even give you the clothes on his back but he still has his mom there and the one comfort he has he offers it to the world like it's the only thing he has left so that's super beautiful yeah and i've said beautiful often what the heck (laughs) (laughs) it's not a word i use lightly yeah it will marry is beautiful i agree um, Which you can see on last week's episode. Yeah, guys, killer episode last week. Forgot Thanks. to tell you. Loved it. Love Mary. <laughs> um, no offense, but you can never go wrong with Mary. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Our next um, ten podcasts are going to be about Mary. What? <laughs> Our next ten podcasts are going to be about Mary. Get oh, ready. yeah. Do it. Father Mike Smith just had one on Mary. It was killer. Oh, wow. Okay, so... The I'm still thinking about the seven last words. So the next two are my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And I thirst. Mm. And I feel like both of those just show his human despair. <laughs> yeah. Would you agree? <laughs> I mean, yeah, when I think of <clears throat> when I think of I thirst, it's like that human despair. And obviously each word has its like hidden thing, but I really think of how much he thirsts for like us to just turn to him and like you know, he's, like, thirsting for us to see, like, this is for you. Yeah. Like, thirsting for that that clarity for us. It's, like, insane. But, yeah, yeah definitely the human human despair. Yeah. No, well, it's, like, he's <clears throat> thirsting for, like, physical, um, you know, maybe something to drink. But also the spiritual thirst and the maybe even emotional thirst like all of his seriously all he was abandoned like he was all alone yeah um and so he probably thirsted for just i don't know something other than death in that moment (laughs) right but like he still just accepted it i don't know it's very human of him Mm. well maybe not maybe it's divine (laughs) Who knows? Maybe a little bit of both. Maybe maybe both. Wouldn't that be wild? I think we've cracked the code. <laughs> Divine and human. What a killer idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so the last little... There are two more, but the last one I kind of want to point on is 
um, when he says it is finished. I don't know if you guys know, but in the Latin translation, it comes through as like consumatum est. Yeah, consumatum est. I'm looking at it right now, mm. which means it is consummated. And Archbishop Fulton Sheen um, always preferred this translation because for something to be consummated, it's like it's completed and it's in union with and it's I don't know if you think about it in marriage. It's like it's when you fully are one with the other and like you fully giving yourself. And so it's like God saying that he's fully given himself to the world, fully like one with the world. Um. I mean, in marriage, like, when you lay down your life, we, when we hear that word, you kind of maybe think associate it with marriage, but that's the same thing. Like, you're laying down your life for the other. You become one with them. Yeah, exactly. And so when wow. Jesus is saying that on the cross, it's like he's marrying his sacrifice to us. Um, so that's a really cool way of thinking about it. Um, Fulton Sheen, man. He's what a guy. What yes. a dude. What a dude. Wouldn't it be cool to name a kid Fulton? Or like a dog. Someone. <laughs> a dog. Jeez. Now, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say, though. This is my pet piece of paper. His name is Fulton. <laughs> my pet rock, Fulton. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last thing he says is, into your hands I commend my spirit, which is, you know, just awesome. Just so, take it. Just awesome. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping to reflect on this good Friday. Lacey, that is super beautiful. I really like, I'm super glad you brought up the seven last words. Cause that is something that really last year, like changed my experience of Holy week. It was mm. beautiful. And, and when I was talking to Christian about like kind of the topic, I was really thinking about doing a whole episode on seven last words, but I'm so happy that you decided to like talk about that because <laughs> that's so powerful like it's like i was talking about making the episode like this one so like i'm glad that at such a good time like you decided like thank yeah. you that's what i'm trying to say oh you're welcome i mean i didn't say the seven last words jesus was a genius that's right <laughs> you just reminded us yeah man that's super awesome and and i think um just as like a close to the the triduum um, we look at Holy Saturday and it's just a moment of like, kind of like waiting. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually reading that and in the olden days, um, they would fast from like, from the evening of good Friday until the dawn of, um, Easter, Easter Sunday. Yeah. So Let's it was like do it. 40 hour fast. Savage. Let's do it. Wait. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah, that sounds like okay. Join the Go Forth <laughs> movement and fast forty hours with us. We're gonna we're we're gonna be promoting the forty hour fast. Oh yeah. Only only a thirty percent fatality rate. Don't. Worry. <laughs> um. But yeah. So Holy Saturday is that that day of waiting and and then Easter Sunday is gonna be absolutely ridiculous. It's gonna be wild um which hopefully we can get into in the next podcast and we can say the a word oh dang oh avocado avocado um one of the deacon 
he always says Pennsylvania. <laughs> what? And like when he's singing a song and it's supposed to say beep, he says Pennsylvania, and it's so weird. Anyway, <laughs> I I would say Soda Palooza. I'd be like Soda Palooza. <laughs> you know? Soda Palooza. <laughs> I prefer that actually. Yeah. <laughs> Soda Palooza. Man, well, this is awesome. Okay, we should probably find a nice like point to tell the listeners how they can contact us. Lucy, do you have a Twitter? You want to give out your Twitter handle so people can like like what, uh, what do you have? Instagram? I don't know. I don't have a Twitter. You want to give I, out your social real quick? Uh, <laughs> uh I, I don't really um uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram, but I don't really post that much. If you just look up Lucy Frain, I'll probably show up. Boom. At Lucy Frain. She'll probably show up. Maybe. You can look her up on farmersmeat.com. Yeah. <laughs> In Milledgeville. In Milledgeville. <laughs> Milledgeville. Oh, man. Where the Walmart is the place to hang. <laughs> that, that is... Wow, that's bold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good stuff. Um, Lucy, we want to thank you so much for coming on and being able to talk about these topics, it's important that good college-aged people are doing awesome things like you are. So keep it up. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, guys. For sure. That was awesome. Crap, where can they follow us on Twitter at? And at. read about how much our podcast needs to step up to their expectations. True. Okay. The tag is at go forth. But there's an underscore between go and forth, and you know how go is spelled. Mm. So that's that. Try to follow us because apparently it's not looking too good. <laughs> it's not looking too good. Um, what kind of stuff will you be posting? Well, mostly we're just looking for like if people need to contact us or want to give us ideas mm. for episodes, that's where they can reach us at. So it's not mostly for like posting stuff, except. But more, more so to receive. Except Bernie Sanders jokes. Yeah, that Maybe wasn't a Bernie Sanders joke. No, like, oh, not jokes about Bernie Sanders. That's wow. Bad. <laughs> Wait, back up. Christian, you just said your podcast wasn't about getting followers, but about receiving people. Yeah, so we don't like to give. We just like to receive. Come yeah. To, come to the table. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, I want to share something <laughs> before we end about okay. Good Friday. All right. Okay. It's actually about Judas. Oh. Not you, Judas. The real Judas. Oh. The betrayer Judas. This dude, you know, since we got this Twitter, I was kind of like looking around. And this dude put this tweet up. I thought it was so funny. He said, I mean, sure, Judas was totally a terrible dude, but he also kicked off one of the most important events in the history of the universe. So it's complicated, you know? And then he put like you know people put like they say that and then someone else says something. Yeah. Under he put like Uber driver. Why did you sit in the front? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we'll let people handle that joke as they will. Um, (laughs) Lucy's handled it pretty well. Christian, I think we should we should let Lucy say it. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. I'm ready. Do you know what to say? Uh, I think I know it. 
Okay. Um, go forth. The podcast has ended. Thanks, Peter Cat. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.